morning, listeners. This is Stacy with Leader Solutions and Decision Support, and we are back with another topic on the risk mitigation side of the LSDS House. Today, we have several members of the risk mitigation research team here. Please welcome Vanessa, Brittany, and Kelsey to the podcast. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Good morning. Hi. We are. We we freshly had our coffee, so we are. We've done coffee, and here we are to talk about our topic today is safety plans. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And this is the area of the risk mitigation world that I lead. It's collegiate travel. And we have a big focus with our collegiate travelers on preparing them for travel. We offer in-person training classes with them that include self-defense, situational awareness, basic medical, and traveler prep, both for U.S. travel and international travel. And a big piece of getting them ready for travel is our safety plans. We've developed these over the years, and they're tailored to the needs of the programs we're working with and have been used as well by individual clients. So let's dive into these safety plans and literally open them up a bit. First question, what are safety plans? And Kelsey, you had a really great answer to this question. Yeah, so safety plans are how students make ideas about travel real and tangible. So they plan and map out not only where they're going, but how they'll get there. And then at their destination, where they'll stay, how they'll get from point A to point B, et cetera. It encourages them to take a step back and assess all of the things that could go wrong. Think theft, weather issues, medical emergencies, really anything you can think of. And consider how and what they can prepare in advance to keep their travel as risk-free as possible. So I'm going to move on and ask some questions to you guys or to Stacey. First up is what is being covered on these safety plans? That's perfect. So Kelsey, you kind of touched on this already, but we have everything on these from basic traveler information, any details about the organization they might be working with. Sometimes it is independent travel they're doing, but we need to know that as well. If they're working with a program or organization, that information's on there. Any support infrastructure they might have both locally and back at home, just making sure that that's identified, risk areas they have to cover. And they're also asked on there for to provide some mitigating measures for those risks. So we, we cover medical issues, environmental they need to consider, crime, protests and demonstrations. So they need to look at each one of the, they're prompted on the template to look at each one of these situations and consider what could be issues there. They have to do a lot of research and they do. And it's really cool to see that. Yes, definitely. And and then who's using these and why? Now, honestly, anyone could use these, any traveler. Um, it would be a great idea. But our focus with these is on student travelers. And we've used them with everyone from high school to gap year travelers who are, they've graduated high school, but before they're going to college and officially starting, they're taking that gap year to do some travel. So across whole college careers, which is fun to watch. We've got everything from U.S. travel, which can also get very adventurous, and every continent we've covered except for Antarctica, yet I'm now that I've said it out loud, I'm pretty sure someone's going to try to do it. We've had high school students whose parents wanted them to make sure that everything was checking out before they traveled, and those were kind of one-off asks. But the majority of the students we work with are part of collegiate programs that have hired LSDS to cover safety training and travel tracking for their scholars. So in the, the safety plans that we do for them are, is a really big part of that work. Yes, definitely. And then once we get these safety plans, what kind of feedback are we turning back around? 
right? So we're, we're checking the safety plans the students turn in for any possible holes or gaps, spaces where there isn't a plan for like their location, transportation, do they have a backup plan? And it can be very location specific too, where depending on where they're traveling, things that we need to check out. Big focus areas for us though, across all of them are, and I know you ladies, you ladies are great at seeing this and looking for it, is do they have a good communication plan? That's very easy to do in this day and age with cell phones. They need to have a solid arrival plan is something that we really look for. I think people often overlook that, but once you're arriving, especially if you're gonna be somewhere for a long period of time, you have all your bags, your luggage, you've just been on possibly a very long plane ride. What is the plan and have that arrival plan in place before you get there? So you're not then struggling to be like, oh, am I looking for a taxi? There's lots of people, scammers, who target new arrivals because they know they're tired and they know they're frazzled. So also another thing that we look for is checking that nothing was skipped over in the risks section. I've had a couple like that where they just glossed over an entire area. I know you ladies have seen this too. Mm-hmm. For example, maybe the environmental area, like, eh, not going to consider it. Like, no, you really need to consider it, right? Have that plan in place and be aware of it before it happens. Hopefully it doesn't but then you're more prepared if it does. And also we want them to register their trip with either STEP, which is the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program for US citizens or the equivalent for depending on what country these students are from. Cause they're from everywhere. They're not just US, we've got lots of international students we work with as well. So we briefly hit on the safety plans, the feedback that we give. Stacy, can you explain a bit about why this is also important? And here's where the research team comes in, in a big way. We're not just asking students to fill out these safety plans and then they get filed away somewhere. Like, good job, you did it, check that block. No, we're reading every single one of these and sending feedback directly to that student. Sometimes there's a bit of back and forth, you know, just to make sure things are covered. They're like, oh, I didn't think of that. Or they had to explain there's a discrepancy in dates or something like that, all sorts of stuff that we catch. But then we have, you know, we want to make sure all those potential gaps are covered, questions are answered, that sort of thing. With the programs we work with, too, the setup is that no funding for their trips is approved and released until that student safety plan is reviewed and approved by the LSDS team. So it plays an important role in the entire process. Most of the time, these are fairly straightforward trips, but sometimes they're going way off the beaten path. And we've had we have had some super adventurous ones across the years, which is really fun to see. So that covers kind of like the what and the why behind the safety plans and what they're doing. So reviewers, you play obviously a huge part in these safety plans because we are looking over every single one of these. Brittany and Kelsey, you've been doing these for a couple of years now, and you've seen several over the years. Vanessa, this was your first year doing these. So I like having the perspective from both. So I've got a couple questions here for the reviewers of these as well. From your point of view, what's what's the benefit of having students fill out safety plans and having them reviewed and getting that feedback directly to them? I just think the safety plan allows the students to really look outside of the box when it comes to the locations they are traveling to and look at details that are often overlooked and or they, they don't look at at all. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. To build off of that, I, I think it's easy to idealize how something's going to go before you're actually in it or in the phase of narrowing down logistics. So when students actually start to consider their options and solidify plans, it becomes more apparent how vital a detailed plan is to seamless travel. 
I think the act of thinking about and filling out safety plans encourages the students to be proactive and consider things that are going to make their travel more safe and efficient. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, when most people travel, they focus on all the fun or exciting things they want to do. The safety plan kind of forces the student to focus on those things that could go wrong. And thinking about it before makes them so much better prepared for their trip. And honestly, some of that information is just as useful and important in their day-to-day lives. I thought that was a really good point, Vanessa. So building off of that, you just said about the day-to-day life. One of the best safety plans I got this past season was from a young lady who she was she was going to be living at home with her parents while commuting to the program that she was working with. So it was for school, but it was so close to home that she didn't have to go anywhere technically to do it. And she still had one of the most thorough safety plans I've ever seen. So she it's only about a 40 minute drive from home, but she really took the time to go through that entire safety plan. Throughout it, she was like, you know, I do this kind of stuff all the day, but I never really take the time to kind of assess it from this point of view. And she's like, this is a really good exercise. So it's it's good for day to day, even what we're doing just around close to home on top of like super adventurous stuff too. So that was perfect. So over the years or just this year too, what have been some of your favorite reviewing moments? I don't know about anyone else, but I've actually gotten some really great vacation ideas on the safety plans. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I love when I am reviewing a safety plan And I can tell that the student has really taken in the information that we have provided through the training sessions and gives us a well-rounded safety plan. They hit the key points that we talk about in the training sessions and translate that information into their safety plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy reading safety plans where students think of a creative way to mitigate a risk that we hadn't even thought about. When that happens, it really helps us amp up our arsenal of mitigation strategies, and really keep other travelers safe. It's also really cool to see how responsive the students are to our feedback and hear how creating a safety plan actually impacted their experience for the better. Yeah, like Kelsey said, when I learn something new from a student, it's always cool. And sometimes they think of something we don't, but other times they have friends that have already traveled there or family in the area. And that gives them a completely different perspective from us just researching the area on the computer. I think a huge benefit, too, is we've got so many international students we work with, too. So learning from them as well, like every year after the end of the season, like you guys have been saying, there's things we add to, like, okay, this is a really great recommendation. Okay, this is really good. We learn from them, too, as much as we are, we are trying to teach them, right, to be safe. So it goes both ways. It's hugely beneficial. So this is kind of a fun one. What are what are some of the most adventurous trips you've reviewed? I think, Stacy, you get the really crazy ones just because being that senior person, I think you like to have your hands in those a little bit more. Um, like the bike trip across the U.S., was that last year or the year before? That was two years ago, yeah. <laughs> but like I said earlier, I've got some really great vacation ideas. I think last year we had a few scholars traveling to Spain to do the Camino de Santiago trails. I didn't honestly hear about those much until I started reviewing these plans. So that's kind of one trip I've added to my list. Yes. And Stacey, you were talking in one of our meetings about someone going to watch orcas in Iceland, I think. Yes. <laughs> and that is just something I've always dreamed about doing. And it sounded so unbelievably cool. <laughs> 
Right. They, they do some really adventurous stuff. Kelsey, have you seen any across the years that stand out to you? Nothing is coming to mind right away, but I mean, one is like more interesting than the next. We've had some really, really cool trips that these scholars have gone on. I will notice across the years too, that they get more adventurous. And so it's like the year before comes back, shares their experience. And then I swear the next year people are like, okay, I'm going to do that, but then I'm going to add this to it. And it's just every year we get more and more out there. I was a biker across the U.S. and he did it from coast to coast. Literally, it was very cool to follow along with that. That was quite the safety plan. That one was robust. But then there was another one who was in the U.S. up in Alaska. And it was so remote that they had to get dropped off by a plane that could land on that lake that they were going to be by. And that was the only way in or out was you had to satellite call for this plane to come land on the lake to come get you type thing. They did run into a bear up there too. (laughs) So it was super adventurous. We have another one this year where she's going to be part of what she's doing is tracking and counting river otters in South America, like part in part of like the Amazon rainforest down there. So it's just it is so cool what they do. And we do get ideas like, oh, this program's a thing. Yep, keep in that one. And we just hold on to it because it's, it's very inspiring. There's a lot of really impactful work they do too. So there was one with his feedback, the type of work he was doing there, which was directly benefiting children who had serious medical situations is also incredibly impactful. So what they're doing with this too is sometimes it's backpacking, right? And sometimes it's just, they are literally having a very profound impact on the community that they're going to be part of and working with. So it's really cool work that they do. Some of the feedback that we've gotten from travelers who have had to submit safety plans. So I know I try, I do my best to share this with you guys too, as we get it, because we go through a lot of these, especially, especially before spring and summer, that's our heavy season, right? But probably one of the funniest ones was from a scholar who initially thought that this was a waste of time to do this but then also admitted that that was probably because they were just used to flying by the seat of their pants. And that was just (laughs) literally used that term. And that was just their style of like life. So this this was, and I appreciated the honesty so much. So this safety plan really forced them to like have to plan for this and make sure that everything was covered, but it was, it was pretty funny. So it was very honest to the other end of the spectrum We end up with scholars who take on all their future travel planning with more depth and detail and have this lens to look through that they've had to exercise while using the safety plans and building them themselves, too. I think that's the importance of it, too. We're not just telling them what to do, but they have to do it themselves, and then we're reviewing it. So that's really important. I hear a lot of feedback, both from the staff and parents. We've had multiple scholars and school staff say that parents feel so much better that their kids travel is being safety checked before they it's even approved and that that support extends throughout their travel as well. So we're, we are tracking travel for major events, anything of concern, checking in with students here to support if, you know, if they had to change their travel, whatever, during their travel as well. We're also here for the college staff. We work really closely with the school staff to answer any questions that they might have too before, during, and after the safety plan process, during travel, et cetera. It's very much a team effort across the board there too. We do get feedback from the scholars often, and I love to see that. So that is fun to see too. Any last notes, thoughts, questions, anything like that from you guys? No, I think that's um, good. 
No, I think I'm good. Thank you. Perfect. On everything. And, you know, it's, the scholars are always my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it is really, it's cool to see what they do. And it's, even through COVID, they still found a way to travel. I was surprised how many we had traveling with deer. And boy, they picked up. Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> the year after. And this year, actually, we had the most scholars out traveling than we have ever had before. So tons of safety plans, that sort of stuff. It was, it's been really fun. And now we're, right now we're in gap year student season. So we've got gap year scholar safety plans coming in. These kiddos are also like just taking on the world, literally all over the place. So it's a ton of fun. So thank you everyone for listening. And I will be back soon with more. And in the meantime, you can always reach out to us via email at risk mitigation at lsds.us. Or check out our website, too, that has all the information of what we offer and what we do on there. That is lsds.us. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon.